Egg Radio, Season 1, uh, Episode 18. This is Adrian. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this, this, this poster you have here? I gave Mike this little poster about it how to be a, a good growing boy. It's it's like hygiene. It's like uh, Hindu hygienics. This is a... Uh, this is really interesting. How to be a, yeah. a, a good, healthy boy. Get up in the boy. morning, salute your parents, go for a walk. There's an androgynous individual here, too. You it is very androgynous. It's andro- I mean, I, I don't know if it's supposed to be. He's like praying to Vishnu, looks like a guy, and then he's in the shower and has sort of boobs, you know. Anyway, this he's is... He's wearing a military thing. uniform down there, too. Oh, yeah. Well, no, but it looks like a girl. Look at <laughs> I don't know. This is, this is very contemporary. It's very gender nonspecific. I mean, what is that, you know? Anyway, this is so yeah, we better not talk about this because nobody's really seeing what we're seeing here. Um, um, I could take a picture Adrian of it. Adrian procured some wallpaper uh, of different uh, varieties here, so that's a, that's a, exciting things we have to talk about today. Since well, maybe I'll we're not going to talk about politics, or, or maybe we are. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll take pictures of them and then post them. The leading when world of post the podcast politics. Yeah, so, po- um, post Trumpian. So now we we got um, Sean Connery died. Alex Trebek died. Right. Amongst all the other triumphant things that happened this week. Uh, Alex Trebek, that was a bummer. You know, He's had cancer for a long time. He's only 80, I, I know. He's 80. And, but, but he had this really positive attitude, and he was like, it's a positive guy. No one seems to, I, I called this friend of mine. PMA. Said, Are you bummed out that Alex Trebek died? She's like, no, he's gross. And she said, so, oh, I always thought he was... Uh, toxically masculine or some shit like we talked about the other day with <laughs> Harry. Alex you know, Trebek? No, yeah, he doesn't seem that way at all, does he? No, Alex no Trebek's pretty cool. You know? Yeah, he, he's he's not the one who would always run up no. to the girls and kiss them. That no, was Richard, Richard, Richard Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, Richard Dawson got in some Richard, shit for no, that. He's yeah. the toxic masculine. Yeah, kind of. Kissing girls isn't, you know. I know, but like... He wasn't macho. He was just slick. He was, oh, hey, baby. Oh, look at some of his old Hollywood Squares episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like... You've been, he's watching, got, wait, you've been watching that... Buzzer. Buzzer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's got, he's got I've his. Seen that, um, yeah. uh, Richard Dawson has his like his like white satin shirt, and it's totally yeah. not, it's totally unbuttoned all the way down. Yeah, I mean he's and he's showing his he's, chest hair. He's, he's, he's like Paul he's Stanley, a disco king or something. Yeah. But yeah, but he's, he's not like super gold macho, is he? And stuff. Richard Dawson, but uh, Alex Trebek was cool. He was really like, uh, like I saw this thing on the news last night. You know, when he got cancer, he announced it right on on Jeopardy. He's like, I have been diagnosed with stage five. Uh, or whatever, stage four um, pancreatic cancer. You know, he just blatantly says it. Who is Alex Trebek? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty. Anyway, what a, what a bummer. And then Sean Connery. Well, I don't know. Sean, I think Sean Connery might have been toxically male. I've heard a few stories about that. I've never really heard any oh, stories about I have. him, really. Oh, man, yeah. I mean, he Not I mean, anything specific. Dude, he was Dr. No. Why? Of course he. he what do you mean he was Dr. No? He he was in the movie. He, he was, was the in the movie. He was James Bond. Is what he <laughs> yeah. He was in. He was like, he was the first Bond like badass. Yeah, I like guess. super masculine. Like yeah, but I don't think get yeah. the girl whether she wants it or not. You I know? guess, man. I don't know. You've heard from pe- heard, people. Heard, have been saying. Uh, they've been saying that. People say that you know Sean really Connery. that Sean Connery was toxic. Anyway, uh, but speaking of that, that was uh, that intro. Yeah, give us the serial to, number there. Yeah. yeah, the the that was the title track from the album from Russia with Love. That is um, a mono actually. That uh, is a mono record. Uh, catalog number UAL four one one four. Composition mono, by mono. John Barry. Everything written by John Barry. 
65. What, wait, what is that? Dr. No? What, what? No, this is from Russia with Love. Oh, that's... Uh, I don't 60s know. 60s, for sure. Oh, well, yeah, of course. But, I mean, I, I don't remember when the first... Was it 62 or 3? The first... Uh, Dr. No was the first B- yeah. Bond movie. Yeah, and, and he was he was. Goldfinger was probably 63 or 4. I don't know. Thunderball. Oh, Thunderball's yeah, badass. I don't know. I have that. I have the soundtrack to that too, but it's it's like this weird Tom Jones mm. number is so schmaltzy. <laughs> it's pretty intense. Anyway, uh, we're not going to talk about politics. Um, do you think uh, Kamala Harris is is a uh, hot or do you think? <laughs> um, y- yeah. <laughs> She kind of is. Well, she's kind of sexed up. You know what I mean? I mean, they. She kind of talks weird. Like, she, why she's she in talk? good shape. She's got a great smile. Like she has good she points. She talks like a chola. She's, tr- maybe you know she's I mean? trying to identify with the Latinx vote. No, but is that why she talks like that? Because she kind of talks. She's like, oh, you know. I, I, you know. Am I Latinx? <laughs> I asked my mom that. Asked her what? If I was Latinx. I don't even know what Latinx is. La- I, I'm not sure, but my mom thinks that Latinx. Is oh, uh, someone who's not Latin who talks like they're or like <laughs> it's, like, a, it's a particular hey, Gino, with a man. <laughs> and you <laughs> you ever get discriminated against for being Mexican? Does anybody know you? Not now with that. You guys can't see it, but Adrian has this like mustache now that this that makes like a handlebar makes him look like he should be on a commercial for Doritos or something in the seventies. Like like I'm going for like a lowrider image. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, but but. Uh, even still, I don't know the if anybody, maybe now you look kind of Mexican, but before, okay, Slauvig fans, did anybody know that Adrian was Mexican? <laughs> you didn't see his last name, you know, Maestas? Not really, right? Um, I've had I've had people actually email me about that, like, you know, are you Greek or are you Greek. Spanish or... or Maestas? I guess yeah. I could, that could sound Greek. Yeah, Some yeah. people have said Greek and I'm like... But I mean, anybody around the street ever, like, they can't really tell you're Mexican, right? No, I mean, if you look I'm, closely, you can see that you have those sort of... That's a. I mean, I don't think I've ever really experienced. Because you have white skin. You know? Yeah, I'm very fair. Yeah, so it know? doesn't. I think that's it. It's like you can't say you're a brown person. Yeah, yeah. You're not brown, man. <laughs> you're not as brown as I am. <laughs> I, I yeah, I, I never fit into that brown yeah, stereotype. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, my parents are both Mexican, so you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just see it, people who are like sometimes. People were uh, Mexican, or what are you supposed to say now? You can't say Hispanic, right? It's supposed to be bad. So it's Latinx. Chiquina, Latinx, whatever. Chiquina. What did I just say? I don't know. Uh, Chiquino? Ch- ch- no, Chiquino. <laughs> <laughs> no. Say. Change is in the air. Chiquita. No, that's a wait. That's a that's a song by Chiquita Abba. Banana. That's a song by Abba. Yeah. Why didn't they do a Bond? Uh, Abba. They should have done a Bond. They totally uh, should have done a, a Bond. Like theme. the winter takes it all, or something. The winter takes it all. Oh. Gonna happen here. Um. Anyway. Uh. No. Uh. No, Chicano. Well, yeah, Chicano is is that more politically correct than uh, than uh, than Latinx? Okay, we we gotta do a Mike goes to the store session today because I had a couple weird experiences. <laughs> but one was that I can't. I'm gonna say that like Kamala Harris I had a couple weird experiences. She talks like that. Uh, Why does she talk like that? I don't know. I mean, I haven't really Latina, noticed. Or is she like? I haven't noticed really her. her you haven't her no. affectation. Yeah, man. When I first heard her talk, like, maybe it's her th- South Indian accent. I was like, well, in. I, I, I thought about that. I thought about that, but it doesn't sound like it at all. She's like, oh, we're trying to. I don't know. Maybe or maybe she sounds like I don't know what she sounds like, but it's a. It's Is she a, going for like the Cardi B thing? It sounds like a chola to me the way she talks, you know. Hmm. And I'm like, the what? Cardi B. What's that? You don't know Cardi B? 
No, I don't. Oh, dude, she's like the hottest female rapper currently in the airwaves. Okay, so we will. We will. This is getting like, regardless of how she talks, you 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 can concede. You. <laughs> I will not concede. You're not, you 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 uh, you concede that that Kamala Harris is is sexed up. Um, wh- you know, that's nothing to do with whether she's foxy or hot or not. She's sexed up. Like she's she has an affectation that is vaguely sexual there are some undertones there i think that it's more so stated now than it was when she was attorney general stated. for california it's stated but well, well because when she was running for attorney general in california she was yeah. wearing very dark colors and she was very like uh, yeah i don't remember that very well i remember seeing her but not that not like the, the voice yeah and then now that she's, now she's right vice president she gets all like hey yeah but she's wearing like <laughs> she's wearing bright colors she's talking very like much more i guess if you're not Open. a prosecutor if you're gonna be a prosecutor yeah, I guess you gotta be, you hard be a hard yeah, ass yeah. yeah maybe oh maybe see this is another thing i was talking to my friend about this saying that she, when she talks which i do think i paid attention to it months ago Many months ago, right when she first started running it, that she uh, comes across as vulnerable. Whoa! She's not like she's not like Elizabeth Warren or or that's one of the not other. toxic. I don't know what is. Not, well, I don't care whether you call it toxic or not. She she has a she presents herself with a certain vulnerability hmm. in her voice and her affectation, which I like. It's like she's willing to just say, "Here it is," like whatever you know. Uh, it's not. It's not a lot of posturing going on with her. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's very like there's a vulnerability you see there. You know, and my friend who I was telling this, I don't know if she knows what she's talking about or not, but she said, I think that might be calculated. Like it's oh. part of her political game to look vulnerable, which I don't know. I don't. Maybe know she's trying that. to identify with the suburban housewives. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, maybe um, she's trying to get that Latino vote. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, okay, I, I, I don't know, man. No, Latino, are you, are you, is that the word I was, as opposed to Chicano? Which one is? Uh, um, well, I Or know. Hispanic. Hispanic is the one that I yeah. heard somewhere on like NPR. Hispanic some is like the official term because like when. Was it, no, I think it was Hispanic. They said is actually a, that Chicano is better. Chicana is a better more politically correct. It doesn't have the connotations that Hispanic. Hispanic actually was at one point a derogatory or a maybe not not derogatory. It was it was uh, uh, mentioned in some uh, in some environment that was you know that was uh, condescending or something. I don't know what. Well, and all the all like the forms and stuff. That, they still say it. That still says Hispanic. It says Hispanic slash Latino. Oh really? Maybe yeah. maybe it does. You're right. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I'd, Maybe it's just NPR saying doing their PC thing. Some of them say Hispanic, and then in parentheses, not of European descent. Yeah, you can't say much anymore. And I'm not one of these, you know, boneheads who thinks that that think that that, do, that does not realize that language is loaded and there's a history to all sorts of horrible words. And there is, you know, I mean, I don't. I hear people saying the N word, and I'm like, I don't care if you think you're taking that word back, or you know, obviously all words are made up and the, 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 they change over time, you know. But when I hear the N-word somewhere, I'm still deeply uh, disgusted. I don't care who's saying it. doesn't matter who's saying it. You know what I mean? Dudes right outside our door here who are yeah, just I mean, up they're and calling down each other street, that, and they're, you know, the they're black blah, guys blah, blah, and all blah, that. Blah. But when, they, and when I hear that word, I'm like, I'm like, that's offensive to me no matter what. I don't, I don't know how that could change in my lifetime. I don't, know how, I don't know how I could actually ever accept someone saying that, right? 
Uh, so it's not like I don't understand words are loaded and you don't want to say certain things, you know. But at the same time, there's so many landmines now. Mm, yeah. Like you can't say anything. Like, you, you, I mean, okay, here's the one that's weird. Okay, you're allowed to call people queer. That's okay. Are you? Yeah, well, that not that part of the uh, uh, gay, queer, da 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 da, da uh, that big list? LGBTQX? Q, yeah, yeah, Q, yeah. Okay, LGBTQX, Q, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Q, yeah. So queer is okay now? Yet when we played Smear the Queer as kids and we didn't even know we were talking about Smear the Fag or whatever, you know, that yeah, we, we didn't, didn't even realize that was what we were saying, right? Smear the Queer, just right? Just two words that rhymed. But people, you mentioned Smear the Queer. People are like, oh my God, that's horrible that that, that, that was what you guys were saying or that's what was going on. But you're allowed to say queer because I mean, the idea of smearing the queer wasn't nice. But, the, you know, like queer is okay. That's so strange to me because the history of that word, you call someone queer, it was totally derogatory. It was totally pejorative. It was like you're queer you're you know weird that's not cool you know but now it's okay to say that so you got it there's so many landmines there's so many you don't know what and for what reason it's right or wrong to use a certain descriptor as it were i i just you know? guess most of the time you could call me i mean uh, you know <laughs> italian guys used to have the advantage of being non-white Used to. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, what is it, 20, 30 years ago or something like that? Suddenly we we fell under the, the non-ethnic vote or whatever. Uh, in so, the 70s, probably. Yeah, I could have hid behind this, you know, oh, I'm an oppressed minority thing. But now i got to just be a white male asshole, you know? <laughs> I mean, whereas in the 70s, I could have, I I like, you know, played the race card or whatever. You could have been, no, I'm just Italian. God damn it, now I'm white. Why'd they change that on me? You still get to be... God damn, you Latinx. know. Latinx. Latinx, yeah, yeah. Anyway. You still got to be Gino! <laughs> but I just got to be Mike. <laughs> so since it is... Almost too much fun. Too much fun. The last yeah, yeah. couple of weeks have wrought um, quite a bit of uh, feedback on our last episode. That really? was the Shred versus I, Wank. I, I, I didn't see any. Where was, where was this all? Uh, on the, uh, there was on the Apple iTunes. Oh, I've thing. never been there. <laughs> I need to get on there. Yeah. And then... Um, on the WordPress site, which is like the streaming site, there was a couple of comments there about how um, how you, when you guys were just like randomly playing the guitar in between songs oh, and yeah, stuff. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. left a bunch of that in there. I, know, I heard it. Yeah. What, it, what, what, what did people think of that? Like, oh, they love it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. Some of them I listened back. Some of them were like, ooh, that's, and some of them were really funny. And some of it sounded like that little those little guitars where you push a button, those little uh, toy things. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, it sounded exactly like. I that. love those things, man. Yeah, they're nifty. Yeah. I have a little uh, piano. Oh god. That, um, that makes, and it's not even all the all the notes either. It's only like six or seven notes, but it's kind of cool because it, it just has like that one kind of puny sound to it. So, uh, so one of the uh, other losses we had this week, which I guess will continue with this um, kind of doomy type of uh, situation here, the uh, guy Ken Hensley from Uriah Heap died um, just like a few days ago, and um, I saw Uriah Heap not too long ago when they opened for Judas oh, Priest. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah at, no, at the Warfield, right around the corner. No, I wasn't there. Yeah. No, it was cool, man. It was definitely uh, a a fun show. They uh, I don't know if he was. I don't think he was playing with them. I don't, th I don't know. There was I don't know there was like one it, or two yeah. original guys. Everyone liked them though, right? I remember that. I wasn't there, but everybody said yeah, they came. They was played awesome. good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ken Hensley, um, let's see, he was born on August twenty fourth, nineteen 
I watched some. Stays the same. You know, he does that kind of shit. I and watched the, some the, Baltimore the back video. Vocal, the backing vocals are perfect. Right, They're right, right on. You know, I watched some like 1982 Van Halen in Baltimore. Yeah, I think and it's supposed to be one, like yeah. supposed to be like their worst show ever or something. Because like, because yeah, because Eddie's guitar is out of tune. Well, yeah, that was and Dave's voice is shot, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah. just running around the stage acting like fools, and they look, <laughs> they look they look and sound drunk. Silly. Yeah. They look. I mean, they, they probably look and, were. Yeah, they look and sound drunk. They're like yeah. stumbling. He's trying to tune his guitar and stuff. It's it's pretty bad. But I, I was like, watch that. yeah. yeah and, uh, I mean, God knows we have stuff on YouTube that is horrible. You know, where we're screwing everything up and where my voice is like, you know, definitely. I mean, I, we, it's pretty. Yeah, but we're different. not charging top dollar for. Tickets. Yeah, that's true. Well, we're, yeah. yeah. But uh, but um, if you watch that Us Festival footage. Yeah, it's pretty rancid. Yeah, it's pretty. It's bad. pretty bad. And All the scorpions come. The scorpions sound great. I don't know. If Motley Crue sounds good. Oh, the scorpions always kick. Yeah, Motley Crue sounds bands. terrible. On yeah, that. yeah. I saw that. <laughs> Ozzy sounds okay. He's got Jakey Lee. Anyway, uh, us festival. Wow. Us festival. Wow. Play some music for good. That was a long. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so we're gonna play some Uriah Heep here. This is the uh, Ken Hensley. Um, who sings and wrote this one. This is from the Demons and Wizards album. This one is called Easy Living.
Eddie and the Hot Rod. Yeah. <laughs> we, we got an eclectic selection today. Life on the Eddie line. And, Eddie and the yeah. Life on the Line. That one's called Life on the Line yeah. from Eddie and the Hot Rods. Uh, title track of the same album release on Island Records. Um, it's probably, what, 80s or 70s, you think? You Cap don't even know what you're playing, man? No, I don't no, know. No, it doesn't <laughs> say on the album, man. Like I'm, I know. don't know what year that was. I would say it's Sounds 70s. 1980. Could be late 70s, early 80s. Um, I'm looking on the um, cover... Catalog number, Island Records, ILPS 9509, printed in the USA. You should find out what year that is, man. Yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that's one of the weirdest album covers. A guy hanging himself, but not really hanging himself. I mean, Yeah, we've had this record in the studio yes, for we have. years. I, I never really listened to it, actually. Yeah, well, Eddie and the Hot, what do we know about Eddie and the Hot Rods anyway? Um, I don't know much. I think I just, it's one of those things I bought um, many years ago, just like, oh man, you know, like, I'll get that. Okay, 1977, oh, it says here. Oh. Mm -hmm. right. 1977, Eddie and the Hot Rods, Life on the Line. And then he's got his, yeah, and then he's about to hang himself. It's one of those records I bought at 101 Music. Oh, wait. In that downstairs you mean, basement area. You mean area. In the place that just closed? Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, you're flipping through, you're like, oh, okay, in the hot rods. You see that, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. four bucks, whatever, sure, okay, boom, take yeah. it. Yeah. No, you can tell by looking at it what it's kind of what it's going to sound like. But we were sort of, well, we were sort of at a loss today as we were wondering what to play. We were going, I was, I strangely, I was going to go the power metal direction uh, with some, some Luca Torelli, which I might play later. Yeah. Anybody feel like hearing the ancient forest of elves? I don't think you've ever heard that, have you? <laughs> well, we'll play it later. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I think now, since we've bantered enough about uh, <laughs> about th about current affairs, it's funny. I went to the PO box just the other day, and there was so much um, uh, um, election crap. Oh, yeah, Just of course. Just like yeah. tons. And I mean, the P.O. box is maybe five inches by eight inches. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's I, little, had the, yeah, it's I had the. Yeah, I had the original Slough Egg P.O. box. Yeah. Where, oh, wait, is it? It's right down here in the Rincon? No, it's uh, not. Rincon, yeah, Rincon. It is there. That's, yeah. I had one there for years when, in the first, whatever, 10 years of this band or nothing. Five of the first but 10 years. But it wasn't on any of the albums. It was your home address that's on the albums. No. Well, no, no, no. It was on. Oh, not uh, the early album. Yeah, the, the early albums that had your Rustrate address on there. Okay, really? Okay, yeah. well, but, but this is before that. This is before. This is how we got to make records. This is how we got signed, man. Oh, we had a P.O. box. No, it is. We had demos and, and then the first album and a P.O. box. And then when, when people sent us enough money, we got a record deal. Uh, Does the demos have, thrilled, any, have the P.O. box on there? Um. The first album we did without any address on it or anything, but a website in 1996, and no one was online anyway. Right. So then I had to make a sticker, and it was annoying. I had to open up the plastic wrap uh, on everyone I sent out to a media source or, or something. I think I did it also, the ones we sold, too. Maybe maybe not. And put a sticker in inside there behind the CD that had the P.O. box on it. Because oh. there was no address. We got it printed. We know what we were doing. We just wrote a website address in 1996 because Greg was a computer guy. I knew what right, he was doing. Right, right, right. We had no address there for this band who's just the first album comes out. No one knows who they are. And then we, you know, so we had to make sure that, yeah, people could get a hold of us. Do you know what the number of the P.O. Box was? I do not remember that at all, but we might be able to find a copy of the record that has it. I'd, I'd like to see. I'm, what I'm if it was the same one? I don't think I, so. Yeah. I'd like to see no, that. That P.O. Box from, you know, 90, 
95 or whatever it was, or 96 through 2000 and something, you know, and I would go down there. You were in the band. I still had it. And I would go down there and check it, and I'd be excited because sometimes there'd be money in there and orders and crazy stuff. And crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Back Ma- when everybody used to send orders. flyers around for their records and their tapes and all that stuff. All that early Slaufeg uh, outreach, you know, tape trading network stuff. Angelo's stuff, his, you know, cold morning oh, record. Yeah, yeah, I first yeah. got in touch with him. It was through that P.O. box. They're redoing. Yeah, and then he uh, called they're, me. They're yeah. reissuing the cold morning. Yeah, that's what I know. He said so. Yeah, yeah. he... Um, I don't know if he's going to have it available for purchase online or something. I'm anywhere. sure he will. I guess. I mean, we should get some and sell them on the Slavic oh, website. Oh yeah, right? we will. We'll have Cole well. Angelo's uh, old, uh, former uh, Doom band, Cold Morning, is reissuing. It's pretty their doomy. Only record, I guess. Yeah, I think it's pretty doomy. It sounds like Monterey. It sounds like Monterey because yeah, Monterey exactly. is so super dark and foggy. Does it sound like Cannery Road or, Row or something? Yeah, maybe? yeah. It's it like, sounds like Cannery Row. Yeah, it sounds like it's like, a, like guys doing mat shots. You know what that is? <laughs> oh man! You know what that is? Yeah, that, that comes from Cannery it. Row. That's oh. what. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, mat shots are like. Maybe we should explain what that is. It's when the, in a bar you have those rubber mats that sit in the sort of well of the bar. Not where the, the bartender well, makes the drink on. Where, yeah, yeah, the bartender makes a drink, sort of, a, not uh, in the well, in the... Uh, and the overflow. The overflow goes onto the mat, and so you get a lot of, you know, overflow. different kinds of booze mixed together Spills there. It's pretty splashes. gnarly at the end of the night. But, I mean, it is alcohol, so it would probably kill most germs, not all of them, you know. And so in, in the book by John Steinbeck, Henry Rowe, which takes place in Monterey, correct? Yep. In, right in Monterey. Right yeah. in Monterey, downtown Monterey. They uh, pour out those those little mats and uh, fill jugs or fill glasses or whatever, and the bums drink it or whatever it is, or the people at the bar drink it. And so a mat shot is something that people do, actually, traditionally, right? People still do. I've they seen do people do shots. them like recently. Yeah, pretty, they're really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll do that mat shot. Don't throw that out, man. Oh, man. Don't dump that out. I'll There's do that. There's something I have never done all my years working in bars and I've seen people do clubs. it, but I've, I've never, never done, done a mat shot. I didn't have to, though, because I was working in the place. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Anyway, so yeah. So, so, I, trivia so, about I went to the, so I went to the P.O. Box. Then you went to and, Monterey recently, too. Uh, we already talked about well, the Lost Weekend. That was like Fourth of July. The Lost Weekend in Monterey. Yeah, so I went to the and PO box. What did box, we get there? Yeah. And uh, there, uh, amongst all the election material and and uh, vote yes on that and no on that and Uber this and Uber that and politics, politics, politics. There was this uh, nice brown um, fourteen-inch box. Um, looks like it's from our buddy Ruben Story. Oh, again! Oh up my in God! Washington. He used to play in Christian Mistress. Just lie down here. And if uh, if you've uh, listened to some of the early broadcasts of the Slaufeg Radio, you will see you will have heard some of his um, cassette stuff. When we had the cassette show, he sent oh, some yeah. stuff down. We're gonna do a segment here that we now know as heavy metal unboxing. That's right. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna. And there's heavy metal boxing. That's when we put on gloves. Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. Each other, but uh, we'll do that in season two. Unboxing. Yeah, after your back gets a little bit worse, I'll have a good chance. Yeah, you you might have a chance of kicking my ass. My bike get my my back gets worse. (laughs) I'll have a good fighting chance. Still got my reach, (laughs) motherfucker. Right, your reach will be down. You won't be able to move as fast. uh, I'll be like, yeah, now's my time to strike. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, what's your name, Leon Spinks? No, you're who's the guy who beat Ali? No, wait, Leon was it Leon Spinks? Spinks? Roberto, this what's is the guy? Well packaged. Roberto uh, <laughs> versus God, what's that guy? Versus the Vanilla Gorilla? Uh, <laughs> 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 what is what is his name? 
<laughs> that, that's me when I box, right? You know, <laughs> oh my yeah. God. Is great. that a Good Rats album? It is. Wait, wait. Yeah, this is. Wait, a good did he? Rats he sent us the live Good Rats. Oh my! This is like this Christmas is morning. Awesome. Wait, what, he sends those. Do you send them back to him or what? Dude, that album rules, man. Yeah, I do used we to, get to like, keep these. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah, I, if it does, we'll that's send fine, it back. man. No, we'll send it back if you want. But. No, yeah, we don't know. Oh man, no, that's that's like one of my favorite records. We got to play that, dude. Yeah, I can't believe. It. Let me see that thing. That's yeah, I used yeah. to have a CD of that. I couldn't. I mean, I found the record, compact but it was disc? like I never bought it. Yeah, compact disc. I never had it on vinyl. It is so good. July it's a live 4th, album. 1979. Yeah, man. These guys were so good live. This is the yeah. Yeah, we've talked about the good rats. The good rats, because everybody thinks I sound like Pepe Marcello, which I don't, but which I do kind of, but I'm not. I can't pull it off, you know. Oh, dude, this has got rad. victory in space on it. Let me see. Let me try to find the best track. I think we have to play this. Uh, yeah, for sure. Let's see. Uh, yeah, this is oh, taking it to Detroit. Um, Man, there's a lot of good records in here. You're still doing it, Cherry River. Injun Joe, we played that on here. See, this is this is the one where between songs he goes, he goes, you can kick me around, baby. You can do anything you want. You can say bad things about Pepe Marcello, but baby, don't say I don't know my rock and roll. That's his. That's his. Uh, that's his thing. He in innovates. Uh, that's it's sort of he takes liberties with the lyric. Now, if you don't know this song, which I'm sure you don't, then it wasn't very interesting what I just said. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, one of my favorites here. Uh, Victory in Space. Uh, let's see. Cave Rage. Is that what this Cave is? Cave Rage. What's is that? that? What this is yeah, I got so mesmerized by the Good Rats album. Yeah, no, know. that's cool. There's another band called Cave Rage. I think it's called Cave Rage. It has I think a we're gonna have to play. Does it make you feel good? Just because I said that about old Pepe Marcello. He died, but it was more like eight years ago or something. band called uh, Funerot. Funerot. Well, we got to play all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is like a whole We open the package, so let's just do a little schmorkish yeah. um, board. Qu a little Quaid LaHue. What? Quaid LaHue. Quaid LaHue. <laughs> Who the hell is Lahue. he a shredder? What? I, I don't know. Is he a wanker? <laughs> is, that, is that what that really says? We're probably mispronouncing it. Everybody's going to do. They're going to write in and be like, no, dude, that's <laughs> Quaid <laughs> Like you, <laughs> and he's got a sword on the front. Yeah, what the hell is this? I man? don't know. We're gonna listen to that. We're gonna listen to 2019. It has Peter David Connolly on drums. Wow. There's oh, that's Ruben's band. That's oh, okay, yeah, okay. He's in like 10 bands or something. Yeah, yeah. and he sent us a Christian Mistress. Uh, is it really album called too? Quaid Like You? <laughs> what the hell is Quaid this? Le Look at that cover, man. man. There's that's a guy. Rad. <laughs> it's like a guy in space, black With and white. With a sword, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I hey, well, let's uh, yeah, let's get into this. These sure. are the good rats. Does it make and you then, feel good? Yeah. Or taking it to Detroit. Does it make you feel good? I mean, I think they run into each other. To be honest, it's like one. And yeah, I was in Detroit. I felt pretty good there. <laughs> good rats. Hamtramck. Okay, let's play this. The one, the only, the good rat!
Now the good rats. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. 1979, oh, right? Oh, man. No overdubs on that. That is a tight rock and roll band. You can say bad things about Pepe Marcello, man. Don't say you don't know his rock and roll. It, so but, that's... Uh, and this came out on their own album, too. Their, their own, own their label. Own, uh, label. Yeah, yeah. Rat City Rat Records. Rat City Records, yeah. And they had a distribution deal with Gem Records, but... Uh, this was, uh, yeah, Rat City Records. Good call, Ruben. That was... Uh, Catalog number RCR998. Yeah, that was a good choice. That's probably their best album, their live album. Holy God. Taking it to Detroit. Man. Taking yeah, it to cool. Hamtramck. Thanks for sending this to us, Ruben. Yeah, man, that was awesome. Okay, We're, what um, else was in there? Uh, LaQuay. Yeah, <laughs> LaQuay. <laughs> Laquay, isn't that like some soda water everybody's drinking these days? What's that <laughs> stuff called? Wait, isn't that Lacroix? Lacroix, Lacroix. What's that stuff called? Lacroix. Q U A Y D E. Laquaid. Laquaid. Quaid. Have you? Wait, didn't he send us a bunch of stuff from other bands he's into? Yeah, yeah. That had like hard to pronounce uh, band titles and stuff. Yeah. Or he keeps putting records out. This guy, man. He's you know, maybe he's a cultured individual who he's cultured, definitely. who he likes is. to use uh, words that have letters with umlauts. I would go as far as to say he is a cultural dynamo. Cultural he's, dynamo. He's, he's culturally dynamic, for sure. So this is uh, taking off the, the shrink wrap of this, uh, I think it's called Quaid Like You, Love Out of Darkness. Ooh. Man, some heavy-duty stuff here. Yeah, it is. It's black vinyl. Um, it's a pretty cool looking label. Uh, adult fantasy records, as opposed to just regular fantasy <laughs> it's records. It's an adult fantasy record. Adult fantasy <laughs> records. What the hell? Oh, I just, hey, dude, I just got shocked by your organ. That was incredible. <laughs> well, it no, be I had the, the first mic time. in my hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Boom. No, you guys are. <laughs> I'm sitting on top of the, the uh, Hammond organ here and. Uh, I just put my finger back here with it on the microphone. I got a He's wicked shot. He's sitting on the organ with his finger in the back. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, this is, um, I guess this is uh, song one, side one. The song is called Give Me Your Love. Exactly. Get shocked by my organ, baby. <laughs>
Hey, so that was some Christian mistress there that uh, Ruben also sent to us. This was because uh, Ruben record was in your Christian death. or is in Christian mistress. So yeah, it's another band. That's where in. we met him. Wait, did we talk about that already? Hey, we did. Um, yeah. I don't know. Did we? That is the yeah. Um, that song there really. Christine really sounded like Phil Mogg from UFO on that song, more than I have ever heard. A song called Stronger Than Blood. That sounded just like early UFO. Yeah, I didn't get that reference because I don't listen to a lot of early UFO. Yeah, well, it's what Phil Mogg sounds like. Album is called To Your Death. Song was Stronger Than Blood. This is on Relapse Records. Um, Let's see, where's the catalog? I don't see the catalog number. Damn, okay, there it is. Um... RR7289. Oh, and this has a download card. Oh, there you go. Ooh, I should I should just tell everybody the download code right now. Oh so no, that everybody can everybody that. can download the same oh, copy. Man. Man. <laughs> the same copy. <laughs> Is that how it works? I don't know. Um you know I've never tried I mean, doing once it. you do it. I don't use download codes. I don't codes. even know how they, yeah, I've never used one either. Or maybe once, I don't know. Well, so because do if I buy the record and it has a download code, then I just listen to the record. So I don't. Oh, I don't yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tend to stream things when I don't download them very much. Um, I don't really stream anything. Well, I mean, by streaming, uh, you mean pretty much anything that's like you don't have to actually. You don't actually have to lead, uh, download. Yeah, okay. Um, I actually just, uh, just reorganized go on that's uh, it. most of my records because I bought a new. Um, I bought a new uh, record storage thing. Yeah. So I reorganized tons of my records. I changed all the categories and stuff like that. You know, it's it's kind of tough because some of the entertainment some of the stuff. No, just a just a uh, from IKEA. They have these like cube things. It has four record slots. It's like it's just like a square, and then there's four squares inside the square, and each square holds like probably. 50 or 80 records, mm-hmm. you know, so I was moving some stuff around, but I I came into uh, quite a few uh, debacles where I wasn't sure about, like, how, wi- like, which bands to put where, you know, like, like, The Who, Classic Rock, or Under W. Oh, wait, you're doing, like, you're doing, like, you're taxonomizing your records? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah, wow. So yeah, so like, you know, the like I said, The Who, does it go under W, or does it go under Classic Rock? Oh wow! I don't do any of that. You know, I just have everything like in alphabetical order at does, best. Does yeah. Cream go under Guitar Superheroes or does it go oh, under Superheroes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I don't have know. a section marked Guitar Superheroes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have any of that. I just have A, B, C, D. Really? Well, I have. I do. Yeah. What the hell? You know, I know uh, the but one thing. You, but then, do you put Paul McCartney under B or under M? I have one Paul McCartney album, and it sits next to the other Beatles albums. I so okay, see, see, there you go. Henry so Rollins albums are next to Black Flag, right? Um, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, but then like, like everything by, <laughs> I have, uh, I do have actually, I do have sections that I didn't really think about it till right now. I have all my like, uh, you know, like uh, what do you call it? traditional like Sinatra. Dean Martin, Judy Garland, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> greatest singers. Uh, I have that same know, section. Engelbert Humperdinck. I've got just a bunch of those yeah. albums sitting like facing a different vocals. direction. They're not in any set. They're just sitting there in front of the other ones. Like a bunch of that. 
And then uh, I do have underground metal albums at the end of my alphabetical order, like all of our records, and then ones by bands that we know and underground stuff is sort of sitting in the back of the stuff. Do you have your Slough albums next to the Hammers and Misfortune albums? Probably, yeah. That stuff's not... I don't have as many underground records. Uh Uh-oh. As I do, like normal uh, rock and roll albums that are well, see, you know, that's from why we famous need Angelo, people. Because Angelo has all the cool underground yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know, I know. I have yeah. underground stuff, but most of it's on CD or tape. And then the, the records I have are like, you know, there's a big chunk of them. I don't know how many. Fifty. The only underground stuff I have is from bands that Vinyl. we played with that gave me their records. Yeah, a lot of mine are from that. That's really, yeah, that's all the underground I stuff I have. I bought some of them, and some of them came in some other way. But, uh, like, I don't, I don't have... Uh, uh, you know, I don't have any pentagram records. I have CDs and tapes of pentagram. Well, yeah, I do too. I mean, I have like MP3s. Because you've pentagram. never played with pentagram, or have we? No, right? No, did, we did. Did we open for pentagram? No, we did. At yeah, we did. Lounge. We did. Yeah, we did. We opened for pentagram. I have a flyer. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Play Speaking of flyers, I was meaning to, um, you know, talk about the possibility. Do people like? You know, I have a bunch of really cool flyers from shows, you know, years and years of shows. So do people actually buy reproductions of old flyers? Is that something that, like... Uh, do they buy them? Like, if I, you know, like, if you put together, like, I don't know, three or four pages of cool, like, full color... Well, there are books of them that people buy. Oh, a book? Oh. There's books of them, but that. I don't know if people buy... I think people buy old flyers. It depends on how nice they look. You know, you get... You make posters like those old hippie posters yeah, from Bill Graham yeah. and like a like a whatever Phil Moore and all that stuff. Yeah, people buy like those. Um, Hell yeah, yeah. People buy that Maiden Poland. Where the way up in the Maiden Poland? What'd you do with it, man? Oh, I took it down and I put that. Yeah, it was um, kind of shitty looking. I put anyway, that yeah. uh, thing with the castle. Yeah, in that it. is weird. Yeah. Mm, you know, I've been uh, changing up the dec- decor. The decor. That's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. But yeah. So we listened yeah. to that Christian Mistress and uh, what's that other one we listened to? That Qua- Quaid LaHue. Quaid LaHue is rather strange. Was that one? What's the what's oh, what's know. the label on that? Uh, that's we just talked about this, and we we're both spa- adult fantasy records. Oh, that's the one on adult fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that is. That's yeah. pretty awesome. I like adult fantasy With records. With Peter David Connolly on drums, looking very much like our own Addison. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he? I mean, not really, but sort of. He sort of looks stuff. like the Riddler, you know, like Addison did. Um, we're gonna go shopping some more here. Oh, yeah. my shopping story, yeah. Oh, oh Mike, did you go oh, no, shopping no. lately? So what happened was, no, I'll tell you, today this happened to me. This is a weird thing. So, Mike, how if was your day? If you're, no, no, it was fine until now. God, <laughs> my back's hurting. Um, so I went to this Chinese restaurant that I, one of the only places open. Some dim sum? Up in, no, well, it's, you know, up in, uh, up in uh, North Beach and uh, right on Broadway there by Chinatown. And I don't Lund? even know the name of it. No, it's a, it's like a seafood place, but I get, you know, I got beef and... Uh, tomatoes, tomato sauce or whatever. It was a little bit weird. It was a little bit sweet. It was kind of strange, but it was pretty good. I wanted to watch the news somewhere, and I was sick of sitting around the house, you know. And uh, so I went up there, and <laughs> they, have a, they have a TV there where you can watch the news. And uh, But anyway, th- I noticed, you know those 99 cents? You know those stores? Um, those, like, dollar... Uh, uh, dollar General? The ones in Chinatown, though. Yeah. Where they have a lot of really uh, import export stores and stuff. Well, no, I, I, I mean the dollar stores in China that have like everything. I yeah. mean everything. You know, like they have like you know uh, a toothpaste at a discount. You know, yeah. <laughs> like underwear, sandals, cheap bastard like me. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know everything. Like fans. like uh, like um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they have like uh, for your car those things that everybody used to use, but for some strange reason they don't. Even, maybe people don't steal cars as often. The, the club. 
Oh, like yeah, a yeah, cheap yeah. version of the club. When I had a car 20 years ago, I, I bought one. At, at, uh, you know, you could get them for like, back then it was a lot of money. They were like 35 bucks. And then, and then and you can go to the, the Chinatown store and get them for like eight or something. You know, all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Right. Bike pumps, bike parts, every, everything, right? I found the best panties so there. I'm thinking, that, yeah, that's what I was thinking. You'd get, you know, you'd get cookware, panties. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can get, actually, you can get underwear and socks. Yeah, well, the panties I found for my girlfriend and her friend, they're... Um, they're, you know, kind of, um, they're full cotton panties, but they have like a pocket, a zipper pocket oh in yeah, the front. Yeah. It's just the right size for like Ooh. your ID and like a few bucks. So you can, what, so that's when you get a chick, <laughs> you can check their ID so you're not well, submitting any you know, kind of if heinous let's, let's say you're a girl and you're wearing <laughs> you're like, <laughs> You get down to the underwear and you go, let me check your ID. <laughs> but like you're wearing a dress and no, um, I know. You, you don't, don't want to carry you don't, a purse yeah, or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, you just want to do your thing. Hey, or your guy doesn't, you know, these but things But the, the guy <laughs> panties yeah. didn't have the zipper pocket. Yeah, well, maybe there's some and I was like, gender, uh, 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 you know, issues, some gender, what do we call it, boundary issues or something. Gender boundaries know. about your zipper pocket yeah. in the front? I don't know. So anyway, I went into this store, and I thought, they got everything here, you know, and it's all really cheap. And so I'm like, but the one thing they don't have is the one thing I needed. They don't have at Walgreens. They don't have there because I've been icing my back. Oh. Where the hell can you buy, which I have never done, an ice tray for your freezer? What kind of place has that? Um, like Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, you know what? That, that Blood Bath & Beyond, that, 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 uh, that crossed my mind that yeah. I have to go. Because have you ever bought one? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You have, yeah. yeah. You, I think you're, you might, you're, you're a stuff. houseware kind of guy. We've you, got so much of that stuff. You too. open the freezer in your apartment, or you get a refrigerator, or whatever it is, and there they are. My entire life, you know what I mean? I mean, I know. When I was a kid. I think my, in the '70s, my parents were like, "We're getting an ice maker for the," or maybe it already came that way. I don't know, in the freezer, mm. you know, ice maker. I you know? love having. I don't have an ice maker. I would wish. Yeah, I, I, I know. But every place I've ever lived, I, I open up the freezer and there's ice trays there. You don't buy them; they're just there. But they're usually cheap plastic ones. I know, you know. I know. No, that's all I ever had. And it was fine. I never had a problem with it. Oh, I and like so, the you know, you like have parties in college and someone like puts like, you know, cheese whiz in it and makes cheese cubes <laughs> or some asshole pisses in it and, it, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's not the know. parties I went to, man. Really? No. I what happened? To, what were they doing the ice trays where you, the parties you went to? Um, they didn't do uh, yeah, you know, they didn't do the ice trays. No one ever did that? Like piss in the ice tray? <laughs> no, the thing was to do was you put the the wireless phone. Remember remember when the, yeah, the wireless yeah, yeah. antenna phones came yeah. out? Like you get that and you put it in the microwave. <laughs> oh, dude. That's even worse, man. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen with the pissing in the ice tray? Anyway, so, uh, so <laughs> they didn't have ice tray. I never thought to buy one until the joint I'm living at now, you know, I, you know, it's a brand new apartment, yeah, brand yeah, new, brand nobody left the ice trays. No, there's no ice trays. Where the hell do you get those? You know, I'm like, what, you know? So anyway, um, can't get an ice tray. Can't ice my back. You know, I've got a little pad, but it's not as good. Right, it's not enough. God, ice the damn thing, man. It's getting sore. Anyway, um, no, but that's not the store. Mike so you're at the, the Chinatown Dollar Store. So I'm in the, you know, so I get out of there, eat my, uh, um, uh, watch the news and eat my beef and uh, tomato sauce. You're at which the I restaurant. Never had a, well, I got out of the restaurant, and went to the store, and then uh, on the way down here, um, over down on Fourth Street, I stopped by you know Pinko Joe's there, and uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I went down there to get these uh, potato chips, right? These because my stomach was feeling a little weird after that uh, uh, beef and tomato sauce, right? You know, some of that food's a little. 
you know, and uh, just a little bit scurbic, right? <laughs> and uh, it's kind of a weird thing. I never tried it before. They, have, you know, it's and um, so I, uh, uh, I want to get these vinegar, uh, salt and vinegar chips because they kind of like the vinegar sort of mellows out your stomach. Believe it or not, it does. You know, I guess. Uh, I I no, it does. Yeah, and um, and so I go into to Trader Joe's, right? <laughs> and there's, I and so I go towards the um, potato chip rack or whatever and there's this person you know how everyone at trader joe's is all they're all hopped up on goofballs they're all just like hi how are you you know they're all really nice to you they're not overtly nice i mean yeah, it depends they, wait, what what? You go to. wait what no that's yeah. every single one i've been to they're like hey how are you what are you doing tonight man you know and it, you don't notice this? I haven't been in Trader Joe's in a while. I'm okay, they're all really nice. They're all really like snappy and happy and hey, you know. They, Maybe because the holiday season. No, it's not the holiday season yet, and they don't. <laughs> no, they don't, they're always that way. Ask anybody who's been to Trader Joe's. If you don't act like that, they don't hire you. They get rid of you, whatever. And so they anyway. So I was standing there, and the, there was this woman who was working there, and she was on a little ladder in front of these potato chips I wanted. These these uh, salt and vinegar, right? And she turns around. And I recognized her because I've been to that the one downtown right here. I've been there a bunch of times, and she's like, and she looks at me and goes, yeah, and goes, oh, oh, you were trying to get to these chips the whole time I was standing here, weren't you? I'm so sorry. And I said, no, 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 super nice. And I said, nah, it's not, it's okay. Let me get anyway. So and I recognized her and I looked at her, and I thought, oh my god, the last time I was at that store, she was the person who. like the only not insanely nice interaction I ever had at Trader Joe's, right? This is about a week ago. I walked in the door. I was talking to someone on so the this street. Is a, about a week ago, you had a, a, a less than stellar interaction. Well, this is a, this is the thing that you, you know, that we usually talk about. How I get you know assault in the grocery store by for singing Frank Sinatra songs. I came in there, and uh, I had my mask down around my neck, and I was talking to my friend uh, Rudolfo on the street we were biking around with, you know? And uh, I said, I'm going to go into Pinko Joe's here, hardy, har, har. You know, I go in, and were, I'm yelling something. Like, hey, man, what are you doing? And I'm walking in the door. And there's that, that girl, the, that woman was there, right? And she's standing with the security guard, and I walk in with the mask around my neck, and I start to, I almost walk through the door that way because I forgot. And she's like, yo, man, the, you know, the mask, you almost walked in with that mask. Like, like, it wasn't like she was being a jerk or anything. She wasn't. She was just saying, put your mask on, which I totally understand. So, and I, I turned around, I said, Oh, man, I'm sorry. I forgot. I was just talking. You know, sometimes you walk into a store, you forget to put it on. You walk onto the, into a public place. Like, you, can't, you don't remember sometimes. And I said, sorry about that. So I put it on. I walked in the door. And then I went downstairs, and everything was cool. No big deal. Well, this week, she was the one standing there in front of me, right, when I was trying to get the, the, the chips. And uh, so she turns around. She goes, oh, I'm so sorry, sir, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, no, it's all right. And I forgot. I remembered, oh, that was that girl from last week. But it, wasn't, no, it didn't cross my mind, any, you know, a big deal, whatever. And she goes, did you want these? And I go, yeah, it's, it's okay. She's like, oh, I was standing there. I said, you were standing there for two, I was standing here for two seconds. No big deal at all. Don't worry about it. Grab the chips. And she goes, well, have you tried these yet? Well, have you tried, how would you like to try these, sir? And I'm like, and I, I didn't want to ask her, like, oh, are you trying to be really nice to me because you feel bad about what happened? You know, I, it wasn't a big deal. I didn't say anything at all. But she gives me these things, and she goes, here. And she opens them up for me and goes, here, sir, try some of these. They're really great. And I go, well, wait a second. My hands aren't really that clean. And if I stick my hand in there, it's not a very good idea for, you know, COVID stuff, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, that's why you're telling me to wear a mask, you know. And uh, 
And I go, I really don't want to uh, stick my hand there right now because they're kind of dirty, and I'll be eating up, and then no one else can eat up. She goes, well, here, just have the whole bag. Here. I go, yeah, but I don't, I'm going to go up to the – and then they're open then at that point. And she goes, oh, you know what, sir? You know what I'm going to do for you? Here's, here's this bag of chips. You get everything you want, and, and I'll check you out myself, personally. Oh, she's checking and, you out? No, well, you know, yeah, she's checking Whoa. me out. So I, got, I, I, I had most of my stuff. Anyway, not really. And I had most of my stuff. <laughs> And she goes, come on. And she finds me in the line. Goes, come, come with me. Come with me. And she, she, she runs all my stuff through and then goes, here, these are for me to you. This bag of uh, Thanksgiving stuffing season chips. And I don't know for sure. Like, maybe she just picked me randomly to be nice to. Or I think she felt or bad. she remembered. Last, she remembered. That she was like, put on a mask. You know. And uh, it was really... <laughs> It was really That's weird. A, that is a weird interaction. But it was a really, it was a, it was, yeah. I mean, not only did she enforce me to have these chips being given to me and apologize for being in my way, which she wasn't really, but then she found me in the line and took me out in this pretty long line and like said, oh, we'll take care of you right now and give you free stuff, you know. So these are um, Trader Joe Thanksgiving stuffing seasoned. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. Chips. So anyway, I bring him down here. I was like, seasoned what? Kettle chip. Seasoned kettle chips. What do you think of those, though? Was Fla this all just flavors? A flavors of the classic. Was holiday this all dish. actually a sadistic joke to it to get rid of the stuff that no one else? <laughs> I, I I mean, uh, they're pretty weird. The initial um, flavor Palace, blast. Palatial. Uh, yeah, the the, know, the, the, the the first wave of flavor. Is very um, Thanksgiving stuffing. After that, it no, just it is. I know. After that, I think it just turns to salt and vinegar. But is I it mean, salt and vinegar. They, you know, they're I guess somewhat tasty. Um, it probably goes good with the beer. Maybe. You know, I haven't had any beer today, so. I don't know. Okay. Speaking of beers, um, why don't we listen to some funeral? I want to see if palatial is a word. I don't think it is. Palatial, like as in on your palate. Yeah, like, like, let's see. Is it a word? It is. Resembling a place uh, in being spacious and splendid? Re I'm sorry, resembling a place. Resembling like a, a oh, palace. Like a, like yeah, a palace. palatial. Yeah, yeah, oh, not palace. Okay, okay, okay. Palatial. I should have known that. God. Palatial. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> they taste pal palatial. Yeah. Pal like a palace. Yeah. It's like a palace in your mouth. Palace Athena, yeah. All right, we're going to listen to some of this funerat. This is 2009. On puke o guts tunes. Puke o guts. Yeah, this That's is what I feel uh, like right now. Puke o guts. All those goddamn. The name of this album chips. is called "And Then You Fucking Die," man. That's pretty great. Is that Ruben's band as well? Mm, unless it's a very young Ruben, because yeah. it's um, 2009. It is Olympia, Washington, and it does look well, older. Well, let me see if there's a picture of him. Um, oh yeah, he was playing drums. Hilarious. Like 30 bands, man. It's like he has vinyl out with every one of them. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, this one looks pretty old, though. Like 2009, man. That's super old. <laughs> this one is called um, Last Blast.
of space and time are broken once again, and the wise energy of cosmos calls for another hero. There, in the twilight lands of the north, where the laments of suffering souls rise. That was a little bit of a surprise, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, no, I, man, I, I love that stuff. I don't. Re- I mean, it's it's funny. It's cute, you know. So that was Luca Turilli with the Ancient Forest of Elves, one of the few European power metal records uh, that I own, and uh, that was probably a promo uh, from Rhapsody. Not Rhapsody. That was his other band. Was it? What label is that? Is that on uh, um. Noise uh, or no? Uh, I can't remember the name of that label that put out all that stuff in Italy back in the ni- late 90s, early 2000s. Back in the late 90s. I, I can't really see. The print is really small. It says, King of the Nordic Twilight. No, I'm going I'm to announce all the songs like Kamala Harris. Do you, know, do you know the names of all the songs? In the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> I don't know. Um, what was it? Yeah, you don't have the... the um, yeah, I just got the... Yeah. Um, this is just a CD. Anyway, that we no, heard that no when we were in a car. Uh, the well, this first is all scratched up. Dude. Second time we, yeah, second time we went to Europe, uh, someone gave us a compilation CD, and we, we, uh, of, uh, you know, it was like uh, some promo for a record label that we were ever in, in Germany, and and uh, we were like, whoa, what the hell is this? Right, that was right when power metal was at its height there. It never ceased to amaze me. They used to call that record. That style, uh, Hollywood metal. Luca Torelli was what? considered Hollywood. No, no, no. This is what do you didn't remember. You don't know this, right? No, or you don't no, remember? I wasn't around. They, okay, but I mean, when you were around, two seconds later, uh, you know, this is this was um, this was a in America that term obviously never caught on, but in Europe they were calling that style Hollywood metal, not Sunset Strip, you know, hair metal, which is also called Hollywood metal at one point. It was never really called Hollywood metal, but you know. But that's the first thing you thought of, right? Yeah. Hollywood metal. No, this is because they th- that like that song we just listened to. Admittedly, does sound like a movie soundtrack or even like a Disney song or something. Disney you know metal. I mean? Yeah, they should have called it Disney metal. But instead, I- in Italy and Germany and these places, they called that for a s- short period of time. It, it was called Hollywood metal because it's <laughs> so weird. <laughs> because it sounds like a movie. Sa- it's supposed to sound like a movie soundtrack, particularly a fantasy movie. But yeah. there's no bands in L.A. that sound like that. Well, no, they're not saying it sounds like a band from Hollywood. They're saying it sounds like Hollywood itself, like a Hollywood uh, production. Yeah, oh, you get it now, yeah. <laughs> like a Hollywood production. It's incredibly ridiculous. But, I mean, from their perspective, you know, it's a, Adrian, it's a, it's a paradigm shift. It's a, a gestalt, shift gestalt theory. You know, it's sort of a, they're not seeing it through the, the rubric of, of uh, you know, of being <laughs> a... Being a uh, being a uh, you know being a 
a hot rocker from Pasadena. No, not like that I would know what they have in L.A. these days. I haven't. Well, been obviously, there's no. Hollywood I haven't been in L.A. Right since um, since Christmas. Well, I did, did, when you did, did you hit all the hot spots on the strip? And no, I took my nieces. Know, put to your Disneyland. finger on the pulse of the no, Hollywood I scene. Took my niece to Dis- my nieces to <laughs> Disneyland and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know lived it up in the rain. Yeah. Lived it up in the rain. Huh? Now you got yeah, an Elton John we did, song. We going told in. them. We told them that we were going to um, plant some trees for charity. So I woke them up at like six o'clock in the morning. What? Wait, that that got them out of bed. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, and they that, were like, "Oh really? Oh, good. Then you took them to. You know. Yeah. We were like, "Hey, they you bought know, that? Like, oh yeah, we're going to plant some trees for charity." They to- they totally bought it. They totally yeah. bought it. We're driving down there at like seven thirty in the morning, and they were asleep in the back seat. And they were like, oh, is this where we're getting off? And I'm like, no, I got to use the bathroom, you know? And so we got off the freeway to get to Disneyland. And they looked at me. They, they didn't even think. And we go into the parking lot. And we're in, like, I don't know, like, goofy parking structure or whatever. Yeah. And and they were like, oh, uh, what do, you know, why did you have to pay for parking? And I'm like, oh, I really got to use the bathroom, you know? And then so we finally get out of the car. And they saw a bunch of people wearing mouse ears and stuff like and that. They went, yeah. And they were like, what is this bathroom? Mm. And I'm like, oh, it's a really nice it's toilet. Bathroom. It's called Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. And we walked in there and they were like, wow, they got excited. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's the last time I went to LA. That sounds like the opposite of what, what my parents would do. They would lure me into something by telling me it was something I wanted to do and then put me through hell. It would be, you know what I mean? Like they'd be like, where are we going? Oh, don't worry. We're going to McDonald's or something or whatever, you know? <laughs> they take you to the They take me to the, to the dump or something like that and make me, you know. <laughs> Drop you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they made me go work in the sewer or something like that. You know, I'm like, what? No, I thought we were going to McDonald's. Yeah, you know? we do exactly that. Well, they convinced me to get in the car. That's the only way they could, you know, tell me we were going to do something fun or, you know, and then put me through hell. Yeah. Yeah, that was my last experience in L.A. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. I think my last one was... Uh, Oh God! I, it's so boring. I can't even talk about it. Sitting around Mike Zimmerman's house, watching, uh, watching his boyfriend uh, show me for like an hour and a half his uh, cell, uh, you know, iPhone video of Madonna when they went to see her live or something. Oh, did I see really Madonna? B- while well, we good. drank Pepsi or something. <laughs> a very LA experience. <laughs> oh God! Watching his giant screen TV. I, I saw Madonna last year. It was really good. Well, yeah, I, I'm sure it was right great, but I'm, you know, uh, uh, watching it on his phone over for like, you know, hours is rather. Um, Did he have a telephone t- projection onto the TV experience. or something? No. No? No, no. I don't think so. No. Huh. I can do that on my phone um, at sure my you house can. now. Yeah, smart TV. Like yeah. You can watch something on the phone and then project Man, it to the TV. Yeah. I'm about to project it. Well, it's not. It's I, not proje- pro- I almost projected when, the, when he showed me that video <laughs> for an hour and a half, you know? Meanwhile, like giving me all this like like catering food that he had in his refrigerator and and drinking like Coke or Pepsi or something and catering really food na- nauseate. The guy caters for a living and uh, oh, so he's always got love. No, it's not. You show up. Well, I have a I have a key to Mike's house. Like he just, you know, I've known him for a thousand years and he lives right. Oh, so he's always got love. He lives right by the Sunset Strip and he's always like, anytime you want to come down, here's your key. He just gives you his friends. And he's keys. always got leftovers. And he's like, just let yourself in, whatever. Just call me to tell me you're There's in town. A tray of food. So I call him and go, hey, I'm coming down, whatever. And I just go into his house. He's the super nicest guy nice. in the world. And uh, there was always a refrigerator full of uh, really sweet, like really fucking, you know, either like like really rich pasta, like yeah, like these sort of like those t- plastic uh, Tupperware or or boxes from a ca- leftover catering stuff. Yeah. 
Totally. Yeah. That's awesome. Full bar and frozen food everywhere. So, no, it's pretty nice. I mean, he's a lovely guy. It's a lovely, lovely thing, you know. But uh, <laughs> anyway, that's what I do in L.A. I go down to Mike's house, open the door, let myself in, have some rich food and soda and maybe some booze and then treat yourself and then go up to the rainbow and don't cheat yourself. hope i run into rudy Starzo or something or go to barney barney barney's beanery he lives uh, a block away from barney's beanery so i go oh that's cool know. i know where that place that's is. that's pretty cool yeah, yeah they have a lot of really rich food there as well yeah you know it has a lot of good uh, the grand central market is, is. it's a little bit farther south or excuse yeah. me uh east from there but um, it has a lot of good food. Well, these guys live in the middle of West Hollywood. Yeah, so yeah. the gay scene down there is really uh, is the is the only culture left in proliferate in California in, in, in L.A. It is pretty cool. There's places with walking distance they can go, and you know I can go there. But in the strips right there, in West right. Hollywood, so you can walk. It's the only place you can walk. He lives in the only location where you can walk places in L.A. He's right there on. Between Santa Monica and whatever it is by Barney's Beanery and the whole strip, and it's yeah, just right lovely. In the, so in the middle of the scene, actually, man. I hope he never leaves and never moves. Yeah, yeah, it's right in the middle of the scene. But still, it's L.A., so there's still nothing to do. <laughs> it is. That's why everybody's getting coronavirus in L.A. Really, when you think about it, you're like, how the fucking hell is coronavirus spiking or spiked when it did in L.A.? It's spiking Sa- now again. It probably is. And in San Francisco, no one has it. And we're packed in here like Manhattan, in subways and on the street and the blah, 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 bars, whatever. When they when they were open, and uh, L.A. is so spread out, no one ever sees each other. They live in their cars. Why the hell is it like that? You know why I think it's like that? Why? Because there's no because in San Francisco you don't go to people's houses. You go out, right? In L.A. you go over to people's houses because that's all there is to do. There's nothing else to do but go to people's houses and watch TV or whatever. You know what I mean? So you're always in these boxes with Watch other things. Watch their cell phone boxes. videos of Madonna. With other people. Ah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good point. L.A., you go to people's houses. You don't go out, you know? I mean, you go out, but there's not, not really. There's not. There's no nightlife there. Everything closes at midnight, you know? Anyway. Uh, it's tr- a lot, so much stuff closes yeah. early there. I think that's why. Even before the pandemic. There's no, no, there's no nightlife. Look, dude, this goes back to the... F- yeah. What yeah, there, say, right? There's like a 24-hour taco place... And yeah, there's yeah, like people yeah. partying there, but if you don't speak Spanish, then and you don't dig on those kind of tunes, then you know that's not a really great place. It to ain't the out. city that doesn't sleep. No, it's not. Um, I saw an interview with Marlon Brando from the early '50s, right after he made it really big with like Streetcar Named Desire or something. He moved to L.A. because he was in the movie business. You know, he was in theater before that in New York, so then he got a big movie star in the early '50s. He moves out to Hollywood. And you'd think, you know, oh, well, back then, you know, in the 60s or the 50s or the, what it's, yeah, even the 70s or even in the 80s, right? There, there was a giant nightlife scene and people were up all night. You know, you'd think that, right? Marlon Brando, okay, if he can't find it, it ain't there. He's sitting there on his couch doing this interview in like 1952 or something. And they're like, how do you like living in L.A., Mr. Brando? This is Edward, Edward, Edward R. Murrow's interview. And he goes, well, you know... In New York, you have like a nightlife. You could go out at night. You can do things. You know, it's up all night. Everybody's running around doing this, doing that. Here in Los Angeles, there's really no nightlife. There's nowhere to go. I can't, there's nothing to do, especially after midnight. There's nothing. They just kind of sit at home, you know, and sitting around the house. You know, it, What the hell? It's true. Marlon Brando can't find the nightlife in 1952 in L.A. Then it ain't there. 
got a night. I mean, <laughs> it's never out of nightlife. You know, but night it, it makes sense though, because like you said, you go to people's houses. Yeah. So in 1952, the nightlife was in people's houses. Oh, it was in Humphrey Bogart's house or whatever. They were all was, hanging out. Yeah, all those. Pack, yeah, they all Beverly yeah. Hills and yeah. uh, um, and the other um, the canyons and stuff. Well, there was poor people there too. But well, there were, but there was a lot of movie stars lived there, yeah, and they were yeah. having big parties. Man. Yeah, no, so they they had parties. They didn't go out. They didn't yeah. have a zero. Not they zero, made you're right. They didn't go out. They no, had what's parties. the place that everybody the uh, Slapsy? What's it? What's that place called? <laughs> There's all the big nightclubs there. The Copa, and then you know, the big one was called Slapsy Maxies or something like that. Florentine Gardens. The G- Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. I don't know. Anyway, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. Yeah. I like to read a lot yeah, of the, the No, funny, I'm saying I books. heard about those places. Slapsy Maxie's, is that the one? But anyway, there's, yeah, they, Slapsy Maxie's, that's kind of a weird name. That has some strange That sounds like a punk band. product connotations. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, so in, in all of this. Um, after all of that. <laughs> after all of that. <laughs> there's no nightlife in L.A. There's but no nightlife in L.A. Coronavirus anyway. Yeah, there's no nightlife in general anywhere during the time of coronavirus, right but... Uh, Whenever during election time, um, I like to uh, listen to some Dead Kennedys. Yeah, I think Dead Kennedys are, are it's relevant. It's appropriate, now, right? Yeah. So here's so some. That's our punk rock reaction to the Hollywood medal of Luca Turilli. That's yeah, right. This is Nazi punks fuck off. Right there. Uh, okay, very good. Fuck off, overproduced by Martin Hannett, take four. Why they don't relate yourself? What they say ain't for yourself. Get our stories like your hair, but Jackson left inside your head. Anybody press the news? Did you say you're a liar? I just said you're a liar. 
Hyperactive child take four. Dead Kennedys during election time. Uh, I turn to Jello Biafra. Turn to Jello. I turn to Jello during the election. I turn to Jello during really elections. Do. I got quivering. I'm a shivering and a shaking there. Yeah. Two thousand. No, that's uh, nineteen eighty-one ish. I think. I thought this was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, because uh, it's early eighties. I don't think it's eighty-one though. I think it's. Uh, I know the wow. this is uh, Dick Kennedy's. 81, you're right. Yeah, 81, 81, yeah. Um, album is called In God We Trust. Came out on Alternative Tentacles Records. The uh, catalog number is Virus 5. Very nice. Which is uh, quite appropriate considering that was, uh, you know, freaking 40 years ago. Yeah. And... Um, he was doing his catalog numbers called Virus 1, <laughs> Virus 2, Virus yeah. 5. <laughs> That's oh, messed man. up, man. But Why? Because uh, it was a, a precursor of things to come. Well, really? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. He's got a lot what of... Are we uh, doing? <laughs> he's got a lot of interesting uh, political viewpoints, and I believe... I don't know, his political viewpoints? I don't know. Yeah, his... Uh, I'm just, sure he just, you know, he's just a progressive. Does he know. have podcasts and stuff like that? I probably, I don't know. I, I haven't... I don't know if he has any podcasts, but I would listen to it, I guess. I'm sure he does have something. Do you, uh, uh, do you listen to podcasts, Mike? No. Not really, no. I would, I just... Uh, I'm too lazy to, you know... I, I haven't really researched this. Uh, this uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't really listen. If to I want to listen to something like at night like that, I go home and like tonight maybe uh, I put on. Uh, you know, I like I like uh, go on YouTube and I search Noam Chomsky and see what he has to say. I don't agree with everything he says. Most of it, I think. Uh, well, I don't know because he's so goddamn smart. I, a lot of what he says, I don't even like. I, I learn things by listening to Noam Chomsky, which may some of them may not be true. But uh, I should bring a in a Noam Chomsky record. Yeah, I mean, he's so s incredibly smart, but he uh, he just says some things I don't agree with at times. About he's like what the vintage th political commentary, kind of like conspiracy theories. Even though he says he doesn't believe in conspiracy theories, um, but I like the way he talks. He's like, well, uh, and now he's so subdued. <laughs> like his voice, he's just no, um, no. The reason that uh, oh, is he still putting stuff out? Uh, we putting stuff out. Like well, he talks all the time. He's always being interviewed. He's still yeah, at MIT. I mean, he's still you know? putting stuff out. He just says he's yeah. He says he's very interesting uh, things to say about like the GOP or something that you wouldn't think of normally, hmm. like the development of um, conservative values from Barry Goldwater as it evolves through the early Reagan years, through William F. Buckley Jr., through uh, you know, through um, George Bush and Dick Cheney until Trump, you know, and these interesting things that I wouldn't have thought of. Uh, he has a lot of vitriol, of course, against, uh, I have some as well, against some of those people. But uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it's interesting. Um, 
Or I, I put on, a, you know, or I, you know, I watch a lot of sort of like old talk shows and stuff. And I'm not a big political guy, but I listen to some, uh, you know, I want to hear like Huey Newton talk on Firing Line or something like that. Or wow. Get these different, you know, these, di you know, you can learn. Everybody does that. They learn things from YouTube. They don't feel like yeah, reading that's about. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, sometimes you want to hear Eldridge Cleaver uh, tell his life story on, on the uh, Mike Douglas show or whatever. I learned no, how to work on my really car on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I learned how to the change podcast, out a tube in my much, microphone. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't want to break it. I opened it up. I opened up the microphone, and I'm like, how am I supposed to change this tube out, you know? And so I was messing yeah. with it, and I'm like, you know, if I keep messing with it, I'm going to break it, and then I'm going to be pissed off, and I'm going to be out like 500 bucks. So uh, um, so I went on YouTube, and I you know, know how to change a tube, and I'm yeah. blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, there's a guy. So I oh, sat, there's always a guy. Uh, yeah, I sat here on my phone, and I watched the whole thing, and I did it, and it worked out great. Yeah, Terrific. So, so the yeah, yeah. So the no, next time good. we yeah. uh, record, no, something you can learn a lot of stuff on YouTube. Next time we record something with the you want Noam the, Chomsky to come the, speak the gold microphone that I yeah. have, you know, it'll sound yeah. hopefully a little bit better because I put a different tube in it. Ah, yes. Yes. Good. Going Terrific. back to recording yeah. music yeah, and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, I actually have a Noam Chomsky record that I can bring in next week. I suppose we could. I I, I guess we could. The seven inch. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there is a seven-inch where there's like what there's like a punk single, and then he 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 has some anarchist theory on the other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, there's a bad religion yeah, song yeah, on the yeah, other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, pretty good. I'll, br I'll bring it yes. in for next time. Yes, it's intriguing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this no uh, this has been um, Slavic Radio He's episode number really. eighteen. Yeah, holy cow! I know, right? Oh, eighteen man. episodes we've gone through. Yeah. I guess we're going to keep on going I guess because we are, pal. things aren't getting much better yeah. So as far as the coronavirus and stuff. So uh, we hope everybody stay safe and wear a mask and try and social distance and do whatever you can to help uh, conquer the virus. Yeah. And as always, if you'd like to send any of your material, just as our good buddy Ruben Story from Washington sent, you send it to uh, Lord Weird Slaufeg, P.O. Box 191301, San Francisco, California, Nine four one one nine, and uh, we will eventually. And as always, keep on reaching for the stars. Right, so